0: A dangerous crossroad in Ocoee, $50,000 in assets stolen out of a Windermere home, changes at Disney and in your schools, and fried chicken becomes a topic of division. The date is August 26, 2021. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange On The Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange On The Go. The proposed installation of a traffic light at Ingram and Carcona Okoe Roads took center stage at the Ocoee City Commission's meeting August 17th. During public comment at the end of the meeting, two of the members of the public spoke on the issue of installing a traffic light. They said numerous accidents have occurred at the intersection. One resident described an accident in which she and her young children were involved. Their vehicle was totaled, and the woman suffered a traumatic brain injury as a result. She said she used to be a trial lawyer in Orange County and had to stop working as a result of the accident. Another resident stated, Every day that we wait, there is another opportunity for people to get hurt and possibly die. Quote from Commissioner Larry Brinson, Proactivity costs money, but reactivity costs lives. End quote. Commissioner George Oliver agreed as soon as he was elected, he went to the Orange County government to get the process started. At the issue is the county's willingness to cover maintenance costs. Quote from Commissioner Oliver, They led us to believe they would take care of it. So until then, it's our responsibility to get this light up. Another business, the commission approved an agreement with Golden Globe Sports, a youth sports organization to create youth soccer programs in Okoe, A home in the Islesworth community topped all West Orange Area residential recent real estate transactions. The home in Windermere sold August 9th for $5,875,000. Built in 2006, it has six bedrooms, eight baths, two half baths, a pool, and 12,298 square feet of living area. The home's dramatic interior includes an interior custom designed swimming pool and a temperature controlled two-story pavilion. The price per square foot only $477.72. Days on the market, $351. In other hyper local news, Wintergarten PD is to welcome a full-time case manager. Now this story is by our new associate editor, Jim Carciti: An agreement between Aspire Health Partners and the Wintergarden Police Department will provide aid for service calls that require long-term solutions. The agreement approved during the August 12th city commission meeting allows $89,000 for a full-time case manager who will follow up on calls deemed appropriate for further assistance. Now the full story is found of course at the OrangeObserver.com. Now let's go to the next story, and this one is by Annabelle Sykes with the West Orange Observer. She tells us that the Winter Garden Heritage Foundation is now showing their newest exhibit at the movies, Winter Garden's Silver Screens. The exhibit showcases the history of all the movie theaters that served to entertain West Orange County movie patrons from 1910 until today. Movies featured will include... Titanic, The Woman, a Gone with the Wind, and many more. Now, I encourage you to support and visit the Winter Garden Heritage Foundation. They are doing an incredible job of preserving our history and heritage, led by my good friend, a great man, Jim Cresciatelli. Now, let's talk about how to get your hyperlocal news. Well, right now, You're doing one method. You're listening to me. I'm going through the headlines. But this is not the only way you can receive your hyper-local news with the West Orange Times and Observer. You can also go to the website, orangeobserver.com. When you go to the website, you can even sign up for free newsletters. You can customize how you'd like to receive the news. So I encourage you to visit there and also to visit the Facebook. You can be a super fan like me. You can comment, you can share, like, heart, anything you want to do. That's an option. Some of you are like me. You like to hold the newspaper. There's nothing like having it in your hand. You could hear that there. Just like my grandfather used to do, he'd sit out on the patio, Read the newspaper, flip it around. You can put it in your hands. So, that's an option. Find the red bins. They're all around town. All around town, you see these red bins. You rip those things open, you grab a newspaper, it is for free. Grab your hyper local news that way. Ultimately, we just want to make sure that you receive your hyper local news. Because being a small community is important to us. All of you are important to us. With that being said, are you a teacher? Well, perhaps you have heard. SeaWorld Orlando once again will offer Florida teachers free admission to the park for a year. Florida K-12 certified classroom teachers are eligible to register for this free admission online. That's free for a year. Now, private school teachers also will qualify with the submission of a letter from their principal on official letterhead. Meanwhile, back at the other park, Disney announced an agreement with the Service Trades Council Union to require all of its unionized employees working in the state of Florida to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. The Disney employees must be vaccinated by October 22, 2021. Quote, vaccines are safe, effective and free. The union said in a memo to members on Monday, although employees will be able to request medical or religious exemptions, those who do not comply with the new requirements will be, quote, separated from the company. And in other Disney news, the company released new details for their Splash Mountain makeover in a video on Monday. The transformation, first announced in June 2020, will replace the current ride, which has been the most popular among the Disney parks since its first opening at Disneyland in 1989, with a more recent film, The Princess and the Frog. And thus, zippity Doodah will soon be no more. Starting Monday, August 30th, students at the Orange County Public School Systems will be required to wear masks. The Orange County School Board on Tuesday, August 24th, directed Superintendent Dr. Barbara Jenkins to implement the mask mandate, which removes the opt-out option parents had at the beginning of the school year. The new mandate is in place for 60 days through October 30th. This change defies the executive order by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis that prohibits schools from requiring masks. Orange County Public School Systems is one of 10 Florida school districts to defy this order. Now, the issue has become polarizing among many parents in recent weeks, and many were quick to offer their opinion on the Orange County Public School Systems decision. A comment by one such parent states, quote, Dr. Jenkins and the board were advised by their counsel in the meeting that they were breaking the law, and they chose to do it anyway. It doesn't matter if you like or believe the law is wrong. Until it is reversed, they still have to follow it. Nice example they just set for all the parents and children. End quote. Others applauded the decision, however, including one parent who stated, quote, Smart decision by the board. Mask reduced the probability of infection. And fewer infections reduced the probability of mutation. Kudos to the board for following the science and looking out for the most vulnerable. End quote. One parent said she recently moved to Florida because of the freedom it offered her children. Quote, I moved here from Hawaii just a week ago to allow my kids to play sports, and to not wear a mask in school. End quote. Polarizing, indeed. Now, to something that's not so polarizing, at least depending on how you look at it. Our hyper-local sports news. I bring you the sports high five. Number one, preseason football action began last Friday with most of the West Orange County high schools competing in their preseason kickoff classics. Olympia defeated Vieira 27-23 after being down at halftime. And quarterback C.J. Brooks threw for 174 yards and scored four touchdowns. Number two, Lake Vista played its very first varsity football game against West Oaks Academy. They lost 60-0. to Number three, the Orlando Area Rowing Society will be hosting its open boathouse from 9 a.m. to noon this Saturday, August 28th in Windermere. Attendees will be given a tour of the boathouse and will learn about the various rowing programs the organization offers. Number four, West Orange County athletes competed well in the 2021 Mike Gibson Summertime Run hosted by Lake Mary High School last week. In the men's 5,000-meter run, Dr. Phillips had three runners finish in the top 10. And on the women's side, West Orange took four out of the top 10 spots. Number five, regular season action kicks off tomorrow, meaning Friday, August 27th, with two home games. Lake Buena Vista will play its regular season opener at home against Windermere. And Olympia will will take on Wakaiva. Dr. Phillips travels to downtown Orlando to face Jones at Camping World Stadium. West Orange goes to East River. Okoe will take on Oak Ridge. And Horizon will travel to Freedom. Tickets can be purchased on the GoFan app. This all as reported from our sports editor here at West Orange, Chris Martucci. Now be sure to stick with us because our final story will explain the comment about crispy fried chicken and how it became controversial in Wintergarden. So that will be soon. Stick with us till the end. And Windermere police detectives are searching for the suspects or suspect who stole roughly $50,000 in jewelry, purses, bags, sunglasses, and other items from a Windermere home. Now, according to police chief Dave Ogden, at about 9 p.m. Monday, August 16th, the suspects or a suspect entered the Windermere home and stole a large variety of items. Now, all of these items are listed with pictures at orangeobserver.com, and tips that lead to the arrest of the perpetrators and/or recovery of stolen property are eligible for a reward of up to $1,000 cash. So if you know something, contact the Windermere Police Department right away. And now let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor for this episode. Now many of you may know the Foundation Academy. A lot of good people come out of that academy. So let me tell you a little bit about them. The Foundation Academy has been serving a Christ-centered education to the students and families of Central Florida Since 1958, long time, consistently among the top private Christian schools in Orlando, Foundation Academy is an educational experience comprised of faith, academics, fine arts and athletics. Foundation Academy serves grades pre-K through grade 12. They have three beautiful campuses, one great school all Christ-centered, Foundation Academy, where character matters, on Foundation. You can hear the fighting song. For those of you who have been at sports games with the Foundation Academy, there is no doubt that you may have heard this song. This is them. Now, I want to say something about this. There are amazing teachers in public schools, But for many of us, we are looking for great private school options. For many of us still, we're looking for great private Christian school options. My daughter will be attending a private school next year, and we're still looking at which one to attend. A lot of factors, but one we are considering seriously is the Great Foundation Academy. So I encourage you to do the same. And now for the final story, all this talk about crispy fried chicken. A site plan approved by the Winter Garden City Commission last week paves the way for the demolition of one of the city's landmark businesses. Commissioners on Thursday, August 12th, approved unanimously the proposed redevelopment of the Maryland Fried Chicken site on West Colonial Drive. The redevelopment includes demolishing the 55-year-old restaurant to make way for a new facility that will house a Floyd's 99 barbershop and a possible second tenant to the rear. A new parking lot and landscaping also will be added. Now, regarding the topic, city manager Mike Bullhofer said, quote, It's sad to lose an icon like that, but it's a good thing to have a business like Floyd's to take its place. Part of us being a healthy, vibrant community is our ability to embrace that kind of change. End quote. The Floyd's 99 Barbershop owner would not comment on the timeline for the demolition of Maryland fried chicken and subsequent construction at the site. Now, since this news went out, it created a bit of a local buzz online you may have seen some of this action or heard about it. For example, a Facebook user utilizing the name Jeff Schwinniger authored a petition, which is hosted on change.org. A quote from this petition, as written by Mr. Schwinniger, reads like this. Winter Garden's Maryland Fried Chicken has been a mainstay in the community For more than 55 years, many a family have pulled underneath the 35-foot-tall neon chicken for a quick dinner after a Little League game. Maryland chicken has been a comforter to countless souls. When a now-grown child yearns for the distant memory of their innocent youth, they lean on the two most connected senses to one's memory. Smell and taste. The smell of the delicious peanut oil fried chicken and the salty taste of its perfectly balanced brine and crunch bring back memories of the lost innocence of youth. Memories of a parent and a child solving their day's challenges over a yellow box containing a two-piece with double fries and a large sweet tea. In a foam cup. The petition currently has 622 signatures. With dozens of fans leaving comments pleading their case. Now the reality is. The petition can't do much. The business has been sold. Floyd's barber is coming on in. But in the comments you see a lot of people. Criticizing the deliciousness of Maryland Fried Chicken, criticizing whether or not it's a great restaurant or it should be saved. But the reality is, for so many, it's actually not about the chicken. It's about the memories. This is an old city with a deep history. And whether or not you like Maryland Fried Chicken... Is not the point. It's a piece of our history. So we should all miss the iconic Maryland Fried Chicken. We should all ask those who were here what were their stories with that old restaurant? May our city never forget its history, always recall its heritage, and in our community, even when it comes to something as easy and light as chicken, let's take seriously those who have deep roots in West Orange. And now I want to thank you for taking the time to walk through this week's hyper-local news with me. Together, we are more informed, but I want to hear from you. I want your feedback, your questions, your ideas message me by visiting westorangeonthego.com. That's westorangeonthego.com. I want to hear from you. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur, West Orange, on the go.